0: Welcome to the Hot Ticket Podcast. This is episode 224. On this episode, we go through our first round of our cigar brand playoffs. We've got 16 brands in the boutique category, and we've got 16 teams in the big brand category, and they will be facing off in the end, in the finals, coming up in a few weeks, the best of both worlds. Uh, But right now, we're gonna go through the first round, so we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Let's waste no more time. Let's get into it all right here we
1: are here we are we're back that it's- time of year again
0: so excited yeah it's the beginning of uh it's the beginning of new beginnings that is we've got omicron Mm. Racism's still running rampant in the United States. Omicron sounds like some weird alien from outer
1: space that has come to visit us.
0: Yeah. There was a joke that it was like, Omicron, the new Bitcoin. But then there actually was a Bitcoin called Omicron. (laughs) It seems so
1: extraterrestrial. (laughs) Which is
0: interesting. Yeah. It does seem extraterrestrial. Yeah. So we haven't recorded recorded in person and it's been about four weeks. Yeah episodes ago feels like a decade yeah 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 feels like a long time you've been sick and uh you told me that um in fact you never get sick and of course here you are three weeks with, into it and you've been sick two sicknesses
1: yeah two illnesses one really nasty head cold where i lost my voice but man i was gifted but negative covid tests negative covid tests
0: which is interesting because people forget that the common cold's a real thing and it still yeah, it's exists. Like, oh it's not COVID. Yeah, that's what everyone says now. You have COVID. And it's like, no, actually, I just have the cold that's here every year. It's like, oh, you're sniffling?
1: What's wrong with you? You got
0: COVID. Yeah. What's interesting about the Omicron variant is that it's mild in nature, right? So symptomatically, it's very mild, although uh, uh, contagion-wide is, like, is probably one that you can get the easiest. Yeah. So I look at it and say, okay, well, why doesn't everyone just get it then? And let's just call this thing over. Yeah. Um, but the symptoms, it's funny because if, <laughs> if you read the symptoms, it's like runny nose, headache, Cold, sneezing, cough, and if you look at the old like NyQuil commercials, it's pretty <laughs> it's much like, that. Yeah. it's the list that they go down. It's like yeah. coffee, sneezing, running nose. Yeah, T- dude, it's you would it's, know. So NyQuil. So NyQuil.
1: Take NyQuil for it. That's
0: fuck. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing, dude. It's so fucking like I'm to the point now. By the way, I'm not an anti-vaxer because I have my vaccine. Definitely not going to get my booster simply for the fact that Johnson & Johnson is highly not recommended
1: anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I figured.
0: They're like, no, we're taking that shit off market. Um, So I don't know what I'm going to do because I can't get a booster for something I don't already have, I don't think. I don't think you can cross-contaminate vaccines.
1: For Um, any of you who have been following previous episodes by which you've learned that I have not taken any vaccines relative to COVID, sars COVID 2 yeah, is that what it is? Are you starting to get what I'm saying? You're yeah. starting to feel a little bit of the apprehension I had in the beginning. I hope you are a little bit.
0: Yeah, I was listening to an interesting podcast. Joe Rogan had this doctor on. He was a cardiologist and he was part of the like initial one of the initial like heavy hitter COVID teams. Oh, not yeah, yeah. for prevention, but for treatment. Yeah. And it is very interesting and eye-opening. Not that I'm like, you know, everyone's like, oh, Joe Rogan's a doctor. It's like, okay, well, he had one of the most premier doctors in the world. He's the most published doctor, yeah. cardiologist in history. So it's yeah. like, give the guy a little bit of credit. And he basically, throughout this three-hour podcast, says how the whole thing's a goddamn farce. And mm-hmm. none of it makes sense. And the fact that they're only concentrating on what is um, is initial treatment And prevention, or sorry, is prevention and not treatment, he goes, is just a really horrible way of looking at how to do things because it puts in favor the pharmaceutical companies who create the vaccines. Yes. Instead of concentrating on the treatment, people go in the hospital, think about it. How far were we into COVID before there was a vaccine administered? So you have all these people who have been hospitalized and there's no treatment protocols for any of them.
1: Yes. Do you know we're one of crazy. literally... Less than a handful of countries that actually promote pharmaceutical goods and commercials.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Well,
1: it's which started in the late. It started in the '90s, early '90s, I believe. My
0: whole thing is like, if you, if you, you can trace all of it back to politics. All of it. All of it. It's all money, man. It's all influence. It's crazy, and it's like, I'm sorry, but you know, I'm gonna say it on this podcast. Probably gonna have the FBI come raid the house. If you, if there's anybody who listens to this, or just in anything in general. If you actually believe the government is on your side, if you actually believe that, like nationwide, you're a a fucking moron. Yeah. There is no best interest of the people at all. And you can literally clearly see that every single day and every single move that they make. Social programs, not on your behalf. Yep. None of it. it. None of it is for the benefit of the people. Zero
1: of it. Yep. If you see a commercial tomorrow that says, government is on your side. Yeah. Like, don't believe it. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Nationwide government.
1: And if they start using Sesame
0: Street characters, like hey kids. Yeah, you know, little cartoons.
1: Like, don't believe it. Which they're already doing.
0: Yeah, dude, do, which is creepy as shit. It's creepy. Especially with like vaccine stuff. I've seen it. Yeah. Hey yeah, kids. Yeah, the booster. There's a commercial yeah. for like a booster. It has like a cartoon in it. Well, do you like getting sniffles? Meme either. <laughs> dude, the shit's so funny. You fucked know up.
1: how you could prevent <laughs> sniffles and spread and contagious viruses to kill your friends at school you gotta get the covid shot
0: yeah you know what's interesting too is like i'm not a conspiracy theorist and i'm not highly political and i'm not an anti-vaxxer i'm just a normal human being but it just thinks with some common sense and applies logic to most things Yeah, yeah and i'm just like None of this makes sense. Zero. Actually, zero of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. I'm like, you have a doctor and Dr. Fauci, who is the most politicized doctor I've ever seen in my life. The guy does not give a shit about anybody or their families when he says mask, says all these things. It has nothing. It has nothing to do with the safety of the people. It only has to do with the government's ability to control every decision that you make. It's like if you I'm sorry, but it's like if you cannot see it, you're fucking stupid. Yeah. You're just not a smart human being. Like You've got to be smarter. you got to be more intelligent. you got to look <laughs> at things for what they are at face value. And it's just that is what it is. Uh, and this is probably the last episode of this podcast will ever record. Oh, everybody's <laughs> going <everybody's laughs> to hate me after this one. Like, fuck No, you. I don't think anyone's going to hate us. I think the government's going to be like, oh, this is non-vaxxer. Get them off. Get them off the market. Um, anyway, so we have a fun filled packed, uh, episode today. Um, I, as most people who listen to this podcast know, I took a poll on Instagram a few weeks back of, Ooh. and essentially what we're doing is we're doing a bracketing system for big brands and boutique brands. So we have a 16 bracket system for boutique brands, a yeah. 16 bracket system for big brands. And the final will be the best of both. Yeah. Best of boutique, best of big brand. And we're going to go through each one of the playoff series to let you guys know who won out. So there's a lot of people who are really invested in this. We had through all of the entirety, thousands of people who voted on which ones they thought were best. And I had a lot of people come back and said, well, who won that one? Who won that one? And said, okay, it's going to be published in a podcast episode, which I was hoping to do earlier, but you of course have been sick for the past month. Um, so here we are, we're the first episode back and we're going to go over the winners Um, in each one of those first series on the brackets. And can
1: I just say, before we get into this, it is, I I do apologize to all listeners. I was in a situation where while puking, I couldn't help but also try to prevent myself from shitting. So imagine standing over your sink, puking the force caused by your abdomen, causing you
0: to also want to shit yourself (laughs) was one hell of a challenge. Yeah, but it's a good ab workout. Yes, it was. Sometimes I think uh, like when I get sick or, you know, you throw up, I look at it and go, well, you know what? I'm getting a good workout in. I'm dehydrating myself, so I'm losing a little bit of water weight. And at the same time, I'm really exercising my core. That's true. So it's not all bad. I think you always have to see the silver lining in everything, and glass yeah. is not always half empty. Yeah. You know, sometimes it is half full when you get diarrhea That's true. And throwing up. That's true. So it's a positive way of thinking. I think it's a a healthy outlook. Yeah. Um, All right, let's get into this. First bracket, number one, um, and these are seeded by vote. So the the brands with the most votes obviously got seeded through the top 16. And the first one is Crown Heads in the boutique series, Crown Heads versus Vertello. So Crown Heads was the number one seed. Vertello was the 16 seed. Mm -hmm. And of course- Mm -hmm. I think we can all anticipate the winner of that one. Crown Heads went out and uh, it wasn't even close. Now
1: it would have been different if it was Nutella.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Nutella would have. I
1: think there's a lot more fans than the Nutella. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Agreed. So Crown Heads won out in that first series against Fortello and then the eight seed and nine seed went against each other in the same bracket, and that was Warped versus Luzione. Ooh. This was a very, very, very close call. Mm. This was, what did I say, a 54 to 46, yeah. I think, was the outcome, and uh, Luzione inched out. Fucking
1: David Copperfield, the Warped <laughs> fan. <friend.
0: laughs> uh, Luzione, uh, they inched it in and won that particular bracket. So next up, we have Crown Heads versus Louisiana. Chris, what do you think about Crown Heads versus Fortella? you think that is one of which we could have anticipated the outcome for?
1: I think it's safe to say that, yes, Crown Heads has had an impeccable last few years, great coaching, great staff. I think we knew going into this is an early team, a young team, got a lot to learn in this, in this game. But I think what we've learned is that history proves that a team who has been at it for a while is likely to be the victor in this in this particular competition it really showed we wish for Tella all the best next years i think with a couple uh new picks next year hopefully they might be able to compete a little bit better but just need a little bit more work
0: well said back to you cotton <laughs> um, Uh, Yeah, I I don't know that I could disagree with that. I think uh, we all anticipated number one seed is always going to be the number 16. Crown Heads, of course, a force to be reckoned with in the boutique brand lineup in the cigar industry, Fertello being one of which has a great reputation, but just isn't necessarily on the same level, I don't yeah. think. Um, but good of them to make uh, yeah, to yeah. make the the top 16. Um, what do you think about uh, Warp versus Luzione? And this is number eight seed versus number nine. This is, even though it was close, a bit of an upset because you have the number nine winning out and beating out the number eight, which was Warped. Yeah. You know
1: what do you say? I think this was chopped up to just good coaching. Just good coaching this year. Uh, both competitive teams. Glad to see them come out this year. But, yeah, I think, you know, uh, I think Louisiana just pulled a couple tricks out of their hats. You know what I'm saying? Sure. <laughs>
0: yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, moving on to the next bracket, we have Room 101 at seed number four against Black Label Trading Company at 13. And, uh, Room 101, I think in a fashion of which we all anticipated beat out Black Label Trading Company to move on to the second round. And in the same bracket, we had Tatuaje against AJ Fernandez. Tatuaje, the five seed AJ Fernandez, the number 12 seed, which I thought was a little bit low for AJ Fernandez. Um, but Tatuaje, also, Holy not shit. necessarily inching one this one out. I believe it was uh, a 62% vote to Tatawahe and the remaining vote to AJ Fernandez. So Tatawahe beats out AJ Fernandez in a pretty nice fashion. So now you have, now you have up Room 101 against Tatawahe, mm. number four and number five seed in this category. Mm. Listen,
1: Room 101 schooled black label trading. There's no doubt about that. And I think you know, there's something to be said about black label trading. It seems kind of racist. So, there's no doubt why Room One Hundred and One came out on top in that first round. Room One Hundred and One moving on. Tatawahe versus AJ Fernandez. Interesting. Um, not surprising.
0: I really Based thought there'd the be. I really thought there'd be more AJ fans. I thought AJ would not be as boutique. Yeah, I would think AJ really does kind of teeter the big brand. um, Yeah, and the boutiques. Given the fact of how much they really do. Um, So I think that one does kind of edge itself more towards big brand and maybe next year. um, That's where we'll bracket them. But in this particular instance, we have them going up against Tatuahe. Yeah. I'm not surprised, given the listenership, the outcome that Tatuahe won that. I just didn't think it would be such a disparity. Mm. Because Tatuahe beat out AJ Fernandez, really, in quite the fashion. Um, it was. It wasn't really even close. But I am interested in the next round of Room 101 against Tatawahe, so you have a number four seat against number five. I think that one's going to be really close. That's a close one. A lot of you
1: who are AJ fans might say
0: Tatawahe. I say
1: Tatawahe.
0: Back to you, Cotton. (laughs) Um, next up in the next series of brackets, we have Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust at the number two seed against Espinosa at the number 15 seed. So we have what we would consider if Espinosa were to beat a number two seed, of course, that would be quite the upset. But did they do it? They did not. Not even close. Actually, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. I believe beat out uh, Espinoza substantially. I think it was something 80% to 20% in the voting polls. Rodriguez versus Foundation Mm. Cigars is the next in the bracket. Number seven seed in Rodriguez, the number ten seed in Foundation Cigars. I didn't understand how Foundation Cigars got a lower vote um, in terms of uh, audience and listenership, but Foundation Cigars comes in the number ten seed and upsets, managed to upset Rodriguez Mm. Cigars. And then we're going to have in the next iteration Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust against foundation i think that is a really good lineup i think it's important to
1: say rodriguez is still a young team they're still a building team so you know this was an upset for them their first year out on this competition but next year we hope the best just to make
0: it this far i think it's saying something
1: now if you're also going to pick a team Dunbarton and trust for espinoza if you want to pick a team that wins you want to pick a team that you can trust. Who can you trust more than Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust? That is why they're moving on to the next round. <laughs> Dunbarton Trust versus Foundation Zagarko That's going to be an interesting game, I think, as well.
0: Right on. You can't spell Espinoza without no, and uh, I think that is why Dumbarton <laughs> Dumbart <and> Tobacco <laughs> Trust is moving on That's to the true. next round. Very That's excited true. to see the battle between Dumbarton Tobacco Trust and Foundation Scar. It's going to be a good one. Uh, next up, we have number three Placencia mm. versus the number fourteen seed Caldwell. Interesting enough, Carl- Caldwell was lower in the seed bracket. I thought yeah. they would be up a little bit higher, but I don't think as an organization Caldwell has the same impact on the industry, perhaps that they once had four or five years They're ago. Yeah.
1: Old team like Notre Dame. <laughs> they
0: they they're a little seasoned. They've been around a while, and I think maybe it's a good rebuilding year for them. Yeah. Um. They've come out with some good stuff. I've always loved Caldwell and will continue to love the things that they put out. But there's no, there's no doubt in that. All the time that uh, Placencia's been around for over a hundred years, they've really stepped up their game recently, which has put them in, and trajected them into the number three seed. Um. And they do inch out Caldwell in this particular playoff. And uh, they move on to the next round. And in the same bracket, we have Romacraft at the number six seed against Agonors at number 11. I thought this one was going to be much closer, but Romacraft uh, beat the literal breaks off of Aganorsa. Really Got a lot of Romacraft fans out there. Um, so now you've got the number three and the number six seed teams, Placencia versus Romacraft, and the next round, which I think is going to be one is going to be very, very close. Mm. Placencia, no doubt, has had some amazing... They've had a few really amazing years. It has some really strong releases this year. That Cosetio 149 is absolutely amazing. Um, and of course, you've had Romacraft, who's been a staple in the industry, in the boutique industry, part of uh, cigars for quite some time. And although not always new releases that are coming to the market, they do have some staples out there, some cigars that people really, really love and attach themselves to. So it doesn't surprise me they inched out Agenorsa, um as much as they did. But you're going to see Placentia and Romacraft in the next round. Number Listen,
1: Placencia is been around for a while but with a relatively fresh roster they're constantly pumping out talent constantly pumping out talent this year they brought on the team the Cosecha 149 just a fucking pillar of talent a pillar of Honduran talent uh, uh, drafted from Honduras this player has no doubt put some serious fucking points on the board I think for Placencia, and I think that's probably why they inched out this battle against Cole. Cole was an old
0: team you got a lot of you've got a lot of veterans,
1: but they're moving slow. Yeah, they're a little bit slow on the court.
0: You said Honduras, but uh, I believe they're Nicaraguan. Um, the Cosecha? yeah, there's Honduran in it. But yeah. traditionally Placencia is Nicaraguan. Yeah. It doesn't matter with the players on the team. You're not going to get a birth certificate either way. That's so true. So it really doesn't matter. That's true. Um, Chris, what did you think about? Is there any teams on the first boutique round series that you thought uh, were surprising at all? We really only had one upset, and it was between the number eight and number nine.
1: I think that one was the toss-up. That was the one you're like, you know what? I see both teams being great contenders. We got warped at the eight seed and illusione at the nine seed. Um, This one was a toss-up to the game, man.
0: It was the closest. uh, It was indeed the closest matchup that we had in terms of numbers. I'm glad closest in terms of. I'm glad to see illusione
1: move on. Um, Warped, all the best next year um but yes that was probably the closest
0: do you think do you think warp will be back in it next year as the number nine seed they were ranked relatively high do you think they'll be back for uh next year do you think there's a brand that can unseed them in this do you think they will be a higher seed or do you think it'll be a lower seed for next year nope they're dismantling the team and they're all going for coffee Fair enough. Um, All right. We're going to take a quick little break, and then we're going to get back to you guys with the big brands and see the outcome of that, Um, and then we'll give our final thoughts on the big brands as well. Please
1: stay tuned to the sponsors coming up across your screen for the next two minutes.
0: (laughs) All right. We'll be back in just a minute. Hang tight. Chris? Yeah? We're approaching the new year. We are. What kind of resolutions do you have for the new year? Smoke more. How are you going to smoke more?
1: I'm going to. You know,
0: with the new COVID variant that's out, mm-hmm. how are you going to manage to get to a shop? How are you going to sit down and relax in a B&M, pick out your favorite cigar in the humidor, browse around a little bit? When this COVID variant's out, you got to mask up now. Some businesses are closing down. What's the strategy?
1: You know, I don't have the answer, but all I know is it brings on depression.
0: <laughs> Chris, I think I have an answer for you. Oh, yeah? You want to smoke cigars, but you can't get to your B&M? Yeah. Why not? Uh, why not subscribe to a monthly cigar pack? Pack.
1: Yeah. You know, I've thought of that would be a smart idea. Listen, I can't even leave the house. I can't even leave my toilet. You know, I've been shitting myself
0: for like three weeks now. I know you had the pukies. Listen, I can't drive fifteen minutes without shitting myself. Yeah. So how are you going to get something delivered to you? I'll tell you how you're going to do it. My cigar pack. That's true. It's one of the best monthly cigar clubs in the cigar industry. Period curated packs delivered straight to you no need for you to drive to the local BM. no reason for you to play diarrhea roulette on your way to the shop everything delivered to you you can smoke everything in the pack in the comfort of your own home how does that sound does that sound good to you
1: now i just have one question it sounds great all all, all things considered sounds great now if i can smoke this while still shitting not only does it provide me the enjoyment of smoking a cigar inside of the comfort of my own home but it also
0: acts as a slight eh, like air purifier Chris I'm glad you said that because now my cigar pack has come out with a new brand of cigars called my cigar crap specifically (laughs) for something you can smoke on the crapper I love it great aromatics is going to dissipate any sort of sour smells that come out of your anus
1: yes cover up that shitty smell (laughs)
0: Anyway, my cigar pack, some of the best cigars that you can get on the market, curated packs every single month. And by the way, they have one of the best direct cigar programs called factory direct and these cigars are absolutely amazing curated packs that came in december were the makerspace cigars which by the way are amazing it's the habana version i've already smoked them they are fantastic so if you guys want something that's a little bit different a little bit experimental you can also subscribe to the factory direct stuff and i know these packs are curated to a degree in which some of the best stuff that you can get on the market is all included so i highly suggest. Ordering for my cigar pack. If you can't get to your b and you want to get something that changes up every single month, this is the way to go. And you can visit them at www.diebex w- extra throw an extra W in there. <laughs> www.mycigarpack.com. Okay. And if you enter code HOT10 at checkout, promo code, yeah. it's $10 off your first pack. Yeah. How great is that? That's great. Hey, Corey. Yeah.
1: I have to poop. Got a cigar?
0: I got a My Cigar crap for you. <laughs> Again, you can uh, find them at www.mycigarpack.com, hot 10 at checkout, promo code for $10 off your first pack. Get it, everyone. All right, and we're back. Now we're on to the big brands. Are these the brands that are the most relevant or the least relevant? And do you like the idea that at the end, it's going to be the best of both worlds? Big brand, boutique brand, going Mm. head-to-head. David and Goliath, but not foundation cigars. No. But speaking of that, there will be a review up on YouTube of the new Havana Seed 142 David. Oh, I see. Very soon. See what I did there? like that hook. Nice little (laughs) plug. (laughs) All right, let's get into the big brands. Um, This, of course, being... Um, some of the biggest brands in the industry, uh, voted by you guys, um, put out there in the ether. Of course, there's a combination of things that make these big brands, obviously number of sales, reputation, uh, longstanding reputations in the industry. Yeah. Um, most of it is going to be cigars, obviously produced, uh, in a yearly timeframe. There are some statistics around that as well. So we're going to go through each one of those now. And, uh, first on the list, which I am excited about, number one seed, LFD versus number 16 seed, Macanudo. Ooh. Ooh. Now, did we anticipate that LFD was going to beat Macanudo in this, being the number one seed? All I know is that La Florida Dominicana
1: LFD should be also known as looking for dunks because I'll tell you what, they fucking found it because they dunked all over Macanudo in this fucking competition Destroying Macanudo.
0: That they did. It was a percentage of 76% of the votes went to LFD and 24% of the votes went to Macanudo. No doubt making LFD the decided winner in that round. In the same bracket, we have number 8 seed E.P. Carrillo against number 9 seed Ashton. I thought Mm. this one was going to be a little bit closer than what it was. But Ashton, uh, they took the fall on this one. E.P. Creo uh, beat them out as a percentage of 63% oh. of the vote against 37% of the vote that went to Ashton. Chris, does this surprise you at all, being as big of a brand as Ashton is? Did you think that E.P. Creo could inch them out? And also, do you think some of the flagship cigars of E.P. Creo and maybe some of the hype that they've created around their cigars being top cigars of the year for the last three years kind of helped traject themselves into this bracket, beating out a very, very large brand like Ashton.
1: I think we got to call it up to the statistics on this one. There's no doubt that E.P. Carrillo has put out some serious superstars over the last few years. Ashton, being a solid team, really hasn't shown any great all-stars in in recent years. I think in this particular competition, E.P. Carrillo has really shown that it's got the money, it's got the talent, And it's got the ability to move on to the next round. (laughs)
0: That they did. Um, Next on the list is Davidoff at number four against Perdomo at number 13. Chris, would you have anticipated that Davidoff would win out against Perdomo? Perdomo, a very strong brand in the United States and other parts of the world. Davidoff, of course, probably one of the most premier premium brands that exists in the cigar industry. Did you think this one was going to be close? What was the outcome that you were thinking was going to occur here?
1: I would say in this particular competition, it's safe to say that they was not Davidoff. They were David on in this competition, completely obliterating Perdomo. Davidoff has shown nothing but quality talent, and they continue to produce some of the best cigars. They should really change their name at this point.
0: Yeah, all I have to say now is Perdomo is no-mo in this competition. (laughs) Um, Davidoff beat them at an 82% vote rate against an 18% vote rate for Perdomo. What an ass-whooping Davidoff gave on Perdomo in this particular round. And the same bracket, CEO coming in at number 5 seed against Rocky Patel at the number 12 seed. Chris, did you think that this upset would occur? CEO coming in at five, Rocky Patel beating them out in this series. Wow, what a win for Rocky Patel. I'd call it up to politics. Listen,
1: this particular team, Rocky Patel, has been a staple to making sure that this league continues to run every year. They have been a mouthpiece for the success of this industry. I think it's only safe to say that this was a rigged round.
0: You think there's some political influence I that exists here? I think money and
1: politics played a huge role in this upset. CAO ranked five seed against a Rocky Patel 12 seed seat. Yep. Rocky Patel with the upset. CAO just wasn't looking great, but didn't make sense of talents there. Good, good record. I, I personally think, and God forbid if Tomorrow I disappear. But I think politics and money played a part in this. This was a rigged game. Yeah.
0: I think yeah, I think this is a rigged game. Very well could have been. But you know how things go. But here's the thing. You've got Rocky Patel at number twelve is gonna face off against Davidoff at number four in the next round. Surely there's no way Rocky Patel could beat Davidoff in the next round. And if you're Rocky Patel, who is offering up a sense of political influence in this, not making it a past the second round is saying something. If they do make it past the second round, how do we read into that? Mm. You're going up against a powerhouse juggernaut at them or four seed being Davidoff. Can Rocky Patel pull it off?
1: With death threats, Yes.
0: Yeah, I would agree. And uh, Rocky Patel beat out only CL fifty five to forty five, so that Whoa. was actually one of the closer. That was one of the closer outcomes that we had in this particular competition. So um, interesting to see what uh, Rocky Patel is going to do against Davidoff in the second round of these playoffs. Um, in the next bracket, we have one of my favorite brands, big brands in the market, and that is Padron facing off to Cohiba, non Cuban, number fifteen seed Padron number two seed. I think it goes without saying, Padron absolutely beat the living shit out of Cohiba, and eighty percent, eighty-seven percent vote rate against a thirteen percent Cohiba non-Cuban uh, vote rate. Um, not even close in this competition, and and it's exactly the outcome of which I would have anticipated. One
1: hundred percent, one hundred percent. Patron's got a, an impeccable coaching staff they have for several years now. Cohiba really struggling to get into this game in this particular market has just shown that they just can't quite get it together. We hope all the best for them. Bye-bye. Bucci to Cuba. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh next in the same bracket we have number seven my father against Oliva number 10 this one was difficult for me this was probably the hardest round for me in particular to vote on um given the fact that I really love the Oliva brand I li- I really love the my father brand my father coming at seed number seven Oliva number 10 my father inches them out to move on to the playoffs Ooh. against padron Chris is this an outcome that you expected? Um, I knew it was going to be tight.
1: I knew it was going to be close. But when I'm looking for a strong figure type in my life to follow, I always choose my father.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good thing to do. I think that's a solid, solid thing to do um yeah i anticipated that the race was going to be a little close but 70 percent of the vote went to my father and only 30 percent of the vote went to oliva it was pretty much an ass whooping through and through but i do anticipate a very 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 close match and padrone against my father in the next round Agreed. i think that's going to be a really really close good game one. that one that's going to be a great great round um next up in the brackets and we're moving along very very nicely Is Arturo Fuente at number three seed? No surprise there against Romeo Urieta at the number 14 seed. Um, Chris, what did you anticipate the outcome was going to be on this? Of course, Arturo Fuente being one of the largest, if not the largest, brand in the world, facing off against Romeo a julieta which is most known for their cuban series cigars and of course this is non-cuban this is what you can get into the u.s because of course we don't have access to cuban here on a regular basis did you anticipate arturo fuente was going to beat them in this particular round or did you anticipate an upset nope knew it was gonna be arturo fuente
1: listen romeo why julieta i think it speaks for itself listen why would you pick them? They, I don't know them. Do you know them? Ask, ask yourself, have you smoked one? No. But you smoked a Fuente, I'm sure. Listen, they're both weird teams. Listen, I'm not voting for either one of them, to be honest with you. If I was going to pick a team, I wouldn't pick either one of them. Yeah. But here, here we are. Someone's going to have to fill that spot on the bracket. Yeah, someone's going to have to do it. You know?
0: Yeah. Someone's got to do the dirty work. Now, here's the thing. I would definitely vote for Arturo Fuente over Romeo y Lutieta. Um, And that's mostly for the fact that there are some cigars in the Fuente lineup that I like. Um, I go on these little rants and raves about uh, Arturo Fuente uh, from time to time, but uh, I think overall, and what they have is a complete lineup, and some of the stuff that's in the higher series, more premium product, I think beats anything in the Romeo Elieta lineup, and uh, for me, number three, Arturo Fuente, there's no doubt I was going to win over number 14, Romeo Elieta. (laughs) Yeah. So Arturo Fuete moving on in the same bracket. And the last matchup that we have is, oh, would you look at it, number six seed Drew Estate against mm. number 11 seed Monte Cristo with Drew Estate moving on in this round. Now, also, did you anticipate Drew Estate was going to take this on? Do you think they were going to take on the powerhouse of Monte Cristo and that brand reputation and be able to beat them out? Listen, there is no doubt in the United States in this competition, competition,
1: drew estate is a powerhouse play on words they are bringing down the roof bringing up the roof or whatever how do they think you're bringing
0: bringing down bringing down the house yeah yeah or lifting up the roof the roof is on fire the roof is on fire yeah
1: see all these to houses yeah the drew estate they are a powerhouse you know you cannot fuck with them this is their dome you know This is their home. You're bringing in an outsider. Where's Monte Cristo from? Cuba. Bringing him into the states. This is Drew Estate's home. All right. Sure, the little ratty. They're like the Browns, right? They're like the Browns of the Bengals. Watch it. Watch it. You know, they're rowdy. They're rowdy team. They might not be always great. They might not be great, but fuck they're fans, man.
0: They got the fans, Listen, that's for sure. And a fan
1: on an acid? You don't want to fuck <laughs> with a Drew Estate fan when they're on acids, man. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I agree. Listen, this was, at, this was a home game for Drew Estate, and they crushed it.
0: They did crush it. They took away 80 for, 84% of the vote against the Monte Cristo non-Cubans, 16%. And, of course, Drew Estate moves on to face off against Arturo Fuente in the second round. So it's going to be a number three seed against a number six seed. That, I think, is going to be a good matchup. I think it's going to be We're going to get it. Next round, we're really going to get into some serious. Yeah. I think the voting is going to be very close. We're going to have to keep a close eye on it just to make sure that we capture everything appropriately. We, what You know what we don't want? Mm. We don't have to go back and re-poll. We don't want to make the same mistake the United States made in the last election. We've got to do this fair and just. So yeah. We've got to make sure that we're counting all the votes correctly. No voter fraud.
1: No hanging chads yeah and if your name's chad just stay away from this
0: <laughs> no chads chads are immediately going to be omitted <laughs> from the voting process so here's what we got and uh let's recap boutique brands we have crown heads facing off against elusione we'll have room runner one facing off against tatawahe in the second round we'll have dumbarton tobacco and trust facing off against Foundation Cigar and Placentia, facing off against Roma Craft. And the big brands are going to have LFD against E.P. Carrillo. Ooh, I think that's going to be a good one. We're going to have Davidoff against Rocky Patel. I think that's going to be pretty one-sided. We're going to have Padron against My Father. I think that that's one's going to be, be one, one of the closest ones that we're going to see. And, of course, last but not least, we're going to have Arturo Fuente go up against Drew Estate, and I also believe that's going to be a really close matchup.
1: I think so, too. I think so, too. This is going to be a great week. This is gonna be a great week of some ball.
0: Yeah, this you is know? this is definitely gonna be. I think this is gonna be very interesting. I'm curious to see the outcome of each one of these. Um, you know, it's weird because you go through the first iteration and you kind of itching with anticipation. You got mm. who's gonna win out, but you have your you have your teams right. We're biased. Yes. We have our teams. We go. Ah, I really hope this person wins. And as I predicted, as I think most people predict, most of the winners on here, maybe minus one or two, were the ones that you would consider moving on to the next round. But I think in round two, we're going to have a much, much closer matchup. It's going to be very close. Next
1: time, bring out your queso. Bring out your chips and dips. Put on your favorite cigar team's jerseys, because this is going to be a fucking doozy.
0: It's going to be a real doozy, yeah. I think the uh, next week's episode is going to be... It's going to be intense. It's going to be intense. And we'll see the perception of these teams as we move into uh, the last final days of 2021 and into 2022 and see if they kind of roll in the next year with the same steam that they've had going into this playoff series. Now I'm excited. Are you excited? Nah, I couldn't be more excited. But also, I'm on Ambien right now, so I'm <laughs> going to fall asleep in at least 20 minutes. I <laughs> think it's going to be a great outcome. Um that's it for this episode. Oh, That's pretty good. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. It is good. I was um, I was doing a lot of other stuff on the side. I was creating other videos, creating <laughs> because <laughs> I got bored. <laughs> I'll be honest, I got bored. I'm like not shooting anything. <laughs> I'm bored as fuck. So I'm gonna start shooting some videos. And, uh, put them on YouTube. I did a, uh, and get you, everyone should check this out. I did a, um, I don't know why I did this. I just, I got a hair up in my ass one day and said, I'm going to go over the whole Tupperware process and, uh, it's doing pretty good on YouTube. Awesome. It's doing really good on YouTube. I'm really excited. And the cool thing about doing the Tupperware thing is it kind of will live on forever, right? People kind of say, okay, what do I do for cigar storage? And they're going to see my stupid face showing <laughs> off really elementary Tupperware. Um, like I'm some door to door housewife trying to sell kitchen goods. Um, so that will be interesting, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, done really good. So you can check that out on YouTube. Um, it was a, it was a fun, quick video to shoot. If you guys are interested in cigar storage, again, you can check it out on YouTube. That sounds great. Yeah, it was really fun. And speaking of YouTube, please subscribe to us. The YouTube page grew substantially in the past month. That's great. And n- literally not doing anything to try to drive any of the any audience to it at all. I mean, if I actually really try to put some time and energy in it, it would be listen. It'd be pretty big
1: if we ever breach that thousand subscribers.
0: Oh, dude, we're steamrolling to a thousand, which isn't a lot to ask for. I will get on camera
1: and I will milk a fucking cigar like a goddamn cow.
0: Yeah, that would be interesting to see. We'll put that in the forefront. So the women are doing it. The women are doing Why can't it. I do it? Yeah, and they milk a really weird way, huh? They really do. They kind of twist everything. And yeah. It's like a weird... I've never seen... I've seen people pull on nipples. Yeah. I've never seen people like twist them like a doorknob. Yeah. They twist them. Yeah. It's I like got opening a door, and it's just milk, 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 milk. Yeah. It's a very interesting thing to watch. It's actually... It's pretty mesmerizing, and uh, it's kind of uh, it captures your attention and a little bit of your imagination.
1: That's true.
0: Kind of digging. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I just look them up intentionally and watch them for hours. <laughs> um. All right, that will conclude this episode. I don't even know what episode we're on. Two twenty four. At- Two twenty four. I think. Wait. 224. Five. No, it's 224. Um, uh, the last episode was with uh, John Huber, Matt Booth, and Alex B from My Cigar Pack. It was a good one. It was a great episode. It was really, really fun to record. So if you haven't watched that yet, please watch that. You can watch it on YouTube. You can listen to it on all podcast platforms or pretty much everywhere. So check that out as well. And of course, this will conclude episode 224. We'll be back at you next week with round two of the playoffs. Boutique brands versus big brands facing off in the finals. Let's get it. Let's get it. We'll be back at you next week with episode 225. See you everyone. Thanks everybody for listening to this episode of the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Let me tell you how you can get a hold of us. You can get a hold of myself at the Hot Ticket Pod on Instagram. You can get a hold of Chris at Hot Ticket Chris on Instagram as well. You can find this podcast, it is available all over the place. You can find it on. Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. And you can find the podcast available on video on YouTube. Look up The Hot Ticket Weekly on YouTube, and you can watch all the fun happen before your eyes. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode. And as always, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes if you could. And check out our show sponsor, My Cigar Pack, at www.mycigarpack.com. Again, thanks for listening. We'll be back at you next week.